Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Well, she's got a lot of things on her mind to talk about. No fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast, episode 22 in this season 11. Thank you for checking it out, coming back. I'm your host, Jen Kirkman. Really quick, something exciting to mention. You remember, maybe you do, in my second Netflix special called Just Keep Living, I told a story about how I shouted out to a guy um, in the car next to me. I meditated today, motherfucker. Well, that expression, I meditated today, motherfucker, along with a little image of someone meditating, is on a trucker hat sold by me in my little store that I have. It's black and white. It's embroidered. It's really cute. It's on sale now. There's a limited amount. I do these little short runs in my merch store, and then we move on. There are women, are literally human tank top, literally humans tank tops, all genders, all sizes, but just two colors. There's a turquoise and there's a black and the rainbow, sort of this like 70s orangey brown and white rainbow. So all of that, you can click the link in the show notes if you have show notes in the podcast app you're listening to this to, or just go to jenkirkman.com and then you can click on the merchandise shop and get everything from there. But these are new things. And there's a no fun sticker, podcast sticker. You can throw that in your cart to round up after you buy your things. So go shopping. Mm. Sipping hot tea. <clears throat> My voice is a little odd. It's because I was using this steroid inhaler that 
kind of destroys your voice. I was using that inhaler because I got the cocoa. I got the COVID. It, it, it got me. It's been three and a half years and no, I never see, had it and didn't know I did. I'm, I, not the way I used to test. So I'm going to talk about that later in the episode. But right now, I need to make an announcement. Nobody else needs to send me the article. I've seen it. I saw it the minute it came out. I too sometimes just scroll Instagram. I got all the same media that you guys do. Nobody else needs to send me the information that Kim Cattrall is doing a cameo on Sex and the City reboot and just like that season two. I saw it. And by the way, all of you are falling for clickbait where it says she's joining the cast. Oh, I got so excited. And I went, there's, there's no way. I I know about this. I know how she feels. She's not coming back. There's got to be, let me read the article. And it says that in the season finale of season two, she is on a phone call in this scene with nobody else. And Carrie, Sarah Jessica Parker's not in the scene. Michael Patrick King's not there. I mean, he's not going to be in the scene anyway, but, you know, directing whatever he was doing. It's explicitly said she was not around these people that I don't think she likes. But she did some scene. But the most interesting part of the article was this little tidbit that I don't think anyone who sent it to me fully read. She appeared in season two in a scene that she filmed in March without seeing or speaking with the stars or the series showrunner. Okay. But it says that uh, hang on. It said something about she will not be, she, she was reportedly dressed by legendary costume designer Patricia Field. And she dressed Kim Cattrall for Samantha's big phone call. But then it also said, she's, I swear to God, I saw this. She's talking on the phone, not as, hmm. Wait, I have to find the article because It says she'll speak with Carrie on the phone. I hope she tells her off. Um, I could have sworn in one article, it said something about she she's in it, but not as Samantha. And I was like, wait, what? So hang on. Let, let me Google this because you're getting all your up-to-date news from me, the person who actually reads articles. And I'm telling you, there was this weird thing I saw. I can't find it. You know, maybe it was the COVID brain, but this just came out right now. This is from page six. She secretly filmed a cameo for And Just Like That, but it's said to be a cliffhanger episode and she did have some demands. She refused to film with her former co-stars, none of them. 
She also said she would not set foot on the set if showrunner and SJP ally Michael Patrick King was there. So she acted alone. I love this. Good for her. Anyway, in this scene, she's reportedly seen in a car having a phone conversation with Carrie. They don't even let her stand up. Why should she be sitting in a car? An easy and convenient way for Samantha to return. We're delighted it worked out. It's what the fans want. Well, that's it. That's all we know. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. But I will say this. We're all waiting for that moment. And to be honest, they shouldn't have publicized it in advance. Why would you do that? Why wouldn't you just let it be a surprise. We'd all be talking about it, I guess, to drum up publicity for the show. But we know that it's the final episode, not final, final, but final of that series season. I don't know. I don't know. Listen, what am I, a PR person? That's Samantha's job. Oh, honey, you do the podcast. I'll deal with the PR. You're no fun. I'm something, whatever, whatever she would say. It's no fun when a podcaster tries to do the PR. I'll explain everything. All right. Anyway, here's my thing. What's really making me angry is the trailer for And Just Like That season two. I'm already screaming about how this show makes no sense. And I love it. This You cannot be mad about things unless you love them or love the original. But there's a scene. They show all the little quips, right? Oh, Charlotte says this. Someone says this. Oh, there's a scene where Charlotte's new best black friend goes, these one night stands are amazing. And then her college age students walk by and she's like, oops, I think it's fine you said one night stands. You weren't like, fisting is amazing. Like, not that there's anything wrong with fisting. I'm just saying, like, 
You said one night stand. It's 2023. You know what I mean? People come to schools with machine guns. We're all a little jaded. We can handle that our professor had a one night stand. Just relax. There's there's no more. We can't do these kind of scenes anymore on TV shows where someone goes, oops, did you hear what you heard what I said? Oh, my God, I can't believe. But anyway, there's a scene in the trailer for And Just Like That season two that is making me completely go insane. What does the show know what it's a reboot of? Does the show even know what it did last season? Am I the only one? keeping track like a court reporter over here. So in in the uh, trailer, Carrie says, who knew stoves were for more than storage? <laughs> you did. You did, you freak. How, what do you, uh, have dementia now because you're 58 on the show or whatever? You, you knew that stoves were for more than storage. I'll tell you how. Because first of all, first of all, when Aiden moved in and knocked down the wall and then you bought the other apartment next door, you had more room and you took your shoes out of the storage space, which was your stove. And then in the first movie, you didn't have your shoes in the stove. You had a whole big apartment. And then you were living with Mr. Big. You guys lived together. And in the scene where you talk about maybe we should get married, you guys are cooking together. And so there you saw a stove and you knew they're not just for storage. And then, and then, but maybe you thought, oh, Jen, you're being hard on Carrie. She just means in her own apartment. But I've already covered that, that I don't think she was keeping shoes in her stove anymore after Aiden rebuilt her place. But okay, let's just say she was. Well, I'll tell you what happened in, and just like that season one, because I didn't forget I didn't forget. I had to watch season one. I had to be traumatized like everyone else. It's imprinted on my brain. I'd have to go somewhere like a eternal sunshine of the spotless mind to get this out of my brain. The dumbest plot line of, and just like that, season one was Carrie and her cooking. Okay. Do you remember she's cooking with Mr. Big? In the apartment that they live in, they're married, they're making their salmon, they started cooking every night during the pandemic, listening to vinyl, blah, blah, okay, Mr. Big dies, now he's gone, and now she gets her own apartment before she goes back to her little studio apartment. She gets this big apartment with all these windows, and it's very sunny, and the first thing she does when she's home alone is she cooks some fish at the stove, there's no shoes in it, and she goes to her storage space to get all her things that had been in the apartment with Mr. Big. And she grabs three things that are supposed to define who she is. I forget what one of them is. Maybe like a weird hat. Fine. Okay, that's very Carrie. The other is a lamp. And the third is a frying pan. That That's me. You, you guys know me. Carrie Bradshaw just love my frying pan. Now, is she allowed to grow and change? Of course she is. So, okay. Now, Carrie Bradshaw is someone who likes to make this one meal at home that she knows how to make. Great. Okay. I Listen, get the frying pan, girl. So, she makes her fish on the stove. She doesn't like that apartment. She goes back and lives in her place that she always lived in, which again, has plenty of room for shoes. And so when she says, who knew stoves were for more than storage? You did. You literally fucking last season spent your time cooking over a stove and you think a frying pan is who you are. So is that not true? Or are you stupid? Or you just keep saying the same jokes over and over? Why is no one calling her on this? If I were Miranda, you know, the practical one, I would say, what are you fucking talking about? You haven't used your 
your stove for storage in 20 years? Why are you trying to act like you're the old Carrie? It's okay to move on. But she's too busy with Che Diaz. Don't even get me started. I'm already, I can't, I can't, I can't. I can't believe they're doing Che Diaz again at us, at us. (sighs) Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app today to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. But I can't fucking wait. And then she's emailing Aiden. She's emailing Aiden. Hey, stranger, leave the man alone. Leave the man alone. I mean... Part of me was like, oh my God, you're emailing Aiden again. What are you doing every time Big isn't available to you and you're done, you know, being in love with his ghost, you go back to Aiden. But then I remembered, well, they did kiss in Abu Dhabi when Aiden realized that his life was boring with his stupid three kids and their big heads and, you know, he was shopping for whatever in the market there, um, to make one of his chairs or something. So he did kiss her. After saying the sexist line, you're not like other women. Man, are you not? Like, and then women are supposed to be complimented by that. Oh my God, I'm so glad I'm not like women because being a woman's a bad thing to be. I mean, maybe he what he should have said is, man, are you not as, I don't know what, into marriage and kids as most women? Well, who who did that? The fucking patriarchy. That's how the world was set up. You want to come? You're the one that was all into marriage, Aiden. And now you like her because she's different. Which is it, buddy? You tried to change her. And now you appreciate that she doesn't wear a wedding ring and doesn't want kids. You can't have it both ways. But he did have it both ways when he kissed her. And that really was, look, I know a lot of people won't admit this, but that was a moment for all of us who don't have kids and all of us who just like ended something with someone who was like a good person, but just wasn't for us because they wanted different things. It is a, it's a win. I'm just saying for all of us that are like that, it's someone validating. It's very boring to have a wife and kids. I would like to kiss you and your eyeliner and your great outfits. Of course, all the time you win. Like we all win. We all win. Those of us without kids. Okay. What do we win? Nothing. What do people with kids win? Also nothing. There's no winners and losers in life, is my point. Anyway, so she's emailing Aiden, whatever. Just as long as, yeah, I don't even like him that much. You know, I didn't appreciate him telling her to not smoke. I just thought he was very controlling from the beginning. Not in like a psychotic, mean way, but just 
he, they just weren't right. And I was just waiting for it to be over. Honestly, I don't think she's right with anybody, but the way the show went, it, it showed me we want her to be with Big, so they they gave me the the reasons at the end, which I seem to be, you know, he doesn't try to change her. And I go, okay, great, that's a good one for her. Then they say so. I'm I'm de- I'm whatever. I'm just here to watch. But um, ooh, I think Aiden actually looks better now than he did all those years when he was younger. So God bless him. You know, some people age better. So I am, look, I'm going to be honest. Of course, I'm excited to see an ex-boyfriend. Like, of course you want to see an ex from the old show. I don't want some new guy, you know, her podcast producer or that teacher she went on a date with. Like, eh, I don't care. Of course I want to see Aiden. Do I want Aiden to get his heart broken a third time? Kind of. I mean, what else am I here for? I'm here for the drama. And what else are you here for? You're here for No Fun, the Jen Kirkman podcast. And if you want to hear me talk about what I'm going to talk about this week, which is the mental illness of having a child at age 80, I'm talking to you, Al Pacino and Robert De Niro. I got hot takes on that. I'll tell you all about my time getting the cocoa, the Rona, whatever you want to call it, and so much more on this episode. But you're going to have to go over to Patreon to get it. And so, Click the link in the show notes. Go to patreon.com slash Jen Kirkman. Support a writer on strike, you know? And then you get, you get a backlog. Like if you join now, you get every single episode from the last three years. Some of them have video. So, I mean, come on. Binge it. Binge it this summer. All right. I'll see you over there on the Patreon.